Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the Lombardi Line with Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN. Easy to do a broadcast when you're sitting next to royalty. That's Cousin Sal. Michael Lombardi, Lombardi Line, live from Phoenix, Arizona. It is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher. That doesn't matter. What matters is the big guy is here. Michael Lombardi showed up late last night. And guess who's here? Cousin Sal, your boy. Extra Points Podcast. Welcome, Cousin thank Sal. You, thank you for having us. This is quite a setup. Marty's yeah. here. The important people get yeah, here on right. Wednesday, I was saying. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you got a countdown. It's like New Year's Eve. They didn't change the clock. Uh, that, that's the wrong time. But uh, <laughs> okay. we, we work around it. Arizona so. changes. I don't know. I think they decide every. They, they decide they, every six hours if they I want thought to we were. I thought we were all staying on the same sometimes, time. I, I sometimes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Really, it's up to the governor. What's going on? This is exciting. This is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. We're really looking forward. To this. this is the first time I've ever been at Media Row. I've never done this before. Really? So it's kind of fun to see. And you look in your eyes. I can see you're never going to do it again. <laughs> it's already giving out orders. I can't hear if I'm sitting this way. Well, I, 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 I have some disabilities, you know, that's why I'm handicapped parking, because well, I, I can't hear out of one ear, even though my wife thinks that, you know, I, she could talk to me screaming at me, but it's all good. Well, well I got to say, one of the disabilities, I'm sorry, no, but please. The, uh, it's, it's not it's not weight loss. I mean, you, you're you losing weight. I hate it. I oh. look at you after a football season. I don't understand how anyone could drop the LBs. Well, I mean, I don't have Al yelling at me anymore. Is so that that, yeah, I, I ate okay. a lot of Al Davis stress <laughs> during my life. I think that's right. probably He's getting mistaken me. for Ryan Gosling. Yeah, right. Is that right? Yeah, it's it's, oh, it's, it's, it's hard problem. to keep the ego in check. That's going to be a problem. Uh, we do want to say, as we welcome you in here on the Lombardi line, got a big show planned. Cousin Sal, of course, Kurt Menefee, Brian Billick, a bunch of friends stopped by Michael Lombardi. But this is your first time. And can you just show the camera? Can you show the bling just oh, a little yeah, bit here? Oh, yeah, a little here? bit of ring. We, we should probably... Oh, this is the 28 to 3 ring. So I wore that wow. one today. Yeah, so that's that a good was, one. Do you guys feel, memory. is there buzz for this matchup? I we, We've talked about being chiefed out. Yeah. The Eagles, not necessarily likable fan base, Cousin mm-hmm. Sal. Is this a matchup That's that you're nice. getting excited about? You're being nice. Yeah. I am excited about it. I think a lot of people all week, I've heard people complain about the officials, and they were terrible in that last game. I'm not going to take that back, but uh, I think the right two teams are here. Yeah, I think there's no doubt. Right? And, you know, when you break down the game, there are two really evenly matched teams, and with mm-hmm. Mahomes' ability to come back from that high ankle, which I don't know how he does it, but he does, you know, it kind of closes the gap. I mean, look, these are the two. I, every year that I've ever done, been in the league, I vote the two, the number one stat that I always look at that pre- predicts who's going to get to the game yeah. or who le- who has the best first half point differential. So what does that mean? That means who scores the most in the first half and the differential of how they give up points. Well, right. the Eagles are the number one team. They score 18.6 per game in the first half. The Chiefs are number two. They score 15.5. Wow. So, and their differentials are fairly high. The Eagles are at nine, which is significant, and the Chiefs are almost at five. So they know how to play from in front. They allow their offense to control the pace of the game. So I, I agree. I think we have the two best teams. Now, does that mean we'll have the best game? I don't know. No, yeah, I was thinking if they played 10 times, it's 5-5 or 6-4, maybe, right. maybe one way or the other. But I am going to, I don't know if we, we're giving picks right now, but 
it, you know, I feel like a lot of times, and you're wearing the ring in a game in, uh, that represents a game where I think Brady was better, better, the better quarterback, but the Falcons were the better team, I would say. I think that's happened in Super Bowl history a bunch. Is Mahomes is the better quarterback. The Eagles are probably the better team. Yeah. What, what does that mean most of the time? Well, I, I think it means that the better team can get is never out of the game, mm -hmm. right? So they're always able to get back in the game. And if the quarterback, like in the Tampa game, when they play Tampa in, yeah. during the COVID, where, where Patrick wasn't getting protected, Nothing. all of a sudden his his effectiveness was gone. And so I think that's really what the game comes down to. This game's going to come down to can the chief offensive line block the Eagles front? It's as simple as that, yeah. right? And if and if it really goes even simpler than this, if it's five Mississippi, Mahomes will be good. If it's three Mississippi, he won't. Mm -hmm. You know, so if they're getting to him too quick, it's going to have to. I, I think the one thing I wrote about this for Visa, and i got to send it into Bill A.D. later, but I think it's, you know, Andy Reid hates to run the ball. You know, he's, there, there's a feeling he's in the He's allergic league. to it. He's allergic <laughs> to it, right? So, but when he played the Eagles two years ago, last year in 01 in week four, he ran it 32 times, which is probably one of the highest volume rushes he's ever had. So it's going to be interesting to see how he attacks the game. Yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, it's tough with Andy. I, I, I mean, I have to, you talk, and I, I have props going through my head. <laughs> I like Fletcher Cox at plus two eighty-five to record a Hold sack. Hold on, let me write these. Yeah, down. write this down because that's a good one. Yeah, I like Interior that one. alignment gets through. You talk about not giving time, uh, Mahomes time to scramble. I mean, I think he had sacks in four of the last five regular mm -hmm. season games. He had one in the playoff game. It could be a, a Whitworth-type situation where big game, lots of emotion around it, retires afterwards. Yeah, I, I mean, Fletcher probably would. I, I think your prop on that one, look, Mahomes, when you go back, the one game that I kind of draw my attention to the most is the Tennessee game mm -hmm. with Malik Willis. It, it, the Chiefs coming off a bye, so that's a similar, right. right? They're going against Malik Willis, who's not very good. And and they the t Tennessee Titans got one first down with five minutes to go in the first second quarter for the rest of the game. Wow. Mahomes throws it 68 times. He's sacked Incredible. four times, and they they need him to come back to to tie the game. So my point is, is when he faces good defense, he got sacked four times in that game. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a pretty good prop on the Eagle front because 60 of the Eagles' 70 sacks come from their front. Yeah. It's scary. I'm leaning Chiefs. I'm going bigger quarterback. Can, can I, we, I just, I'm doing it. Can we I, talk I about the, the Cousin Sal what guest is profile? That? Is that the high school, <laughs> is that your high school picture? That is, uh, yeah, I mean, that is a handsome dude. Why are but they that doing is, that? Yes. That, that why'd was, they do that to you? That was, <laughs> that was taken in uh, 1964. Um, <laughs> seven years before I was born, actually. I don't know how they well, got Sal's that Well, Sal's my there. hero. Do you ever see the skits that he had the little kid? That the best. The, the best skits ever. I still laugh at those skits where he's got the Thank little you. kid going up to the girls at UCLA yes. and trying to pick them up. I mean, it's the finest. Oh, right, right. You, yeah, yeah. That yeah, were the yeah. best. The Mancho boy. Yeah. Uh, it was a different time. You can't get away with almost anything. <laughs> no, you can't no. do that. And, you know, we were talking about it. We're joined by Cousin Sal here, Extra Points Podcast. We were talking about it before we started the show. I was talking to Brian Musburger. You know, essentially, VEASAN was the genesis of this sports betting as far as uh, Disagree. Broadcast. No, oh, take no, it I'm easy, kidding. Sal. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna introduce yes. extra points, okay. but this <laughs> is the god. This, this is the Godfather as far as oh, sports you. broadcasting. Not you, uh, Vison. <laughs> and but think about it now, Michael. When you walk around and, and Sal, when you walk around, it's like everything is now sports betting centric. Yeah. yeah. It, you, you can't just have a conversation about the game without talking about 400 plus props at South Point and Circa. It's really incredible I, how I it's blown I, up. I don't want to be crass, but I used to. I, I feel like 15 years ago when I was talking about this, there were like. 50 or 60 props, right? Yeah. Yes, I spend right. an hour on the toilet. Sorry, but <laughs> now it's uh, it's 15, 17 hours on the, in the in the John, and I have the cleanest colon in America <laughs> at the end of this. But you're right, you guys are in the forefront of this. You should have a tip jar on here, and every host of every stupid yeah, show really, back should. here should, should, should they drop should a five. Down, they should Don't you get overwhelmed by the props? So there's so many options I do. now. I do. I feel like. Um, it's about it's, it's kind of like doing your taxes like all right i got to get in the mindset of just sitting down and, yeah. and figuring this out but i hope but you have to bet them all you'd have to it's the last chance right right this I, is it i think to me you uh, like for me for props i have to visualize the game how i think it's going to go More and then adjust the pop, props yes. to that yep, you know correlation too you know i like I, everybody thinks that the eagles run defense is weak and so the chiefs will run the ball mm. I, I i think the opposite i think that the Eagles will get into a front that deters Andy from throwing it, from mm -hmm. running it, and then it'll force Mahomes to have to really hold the ball because they don't. I don't know if they'll believe he'll throw it down the field with that ankle. I don't think they feel he can drive off of it, and they don't feel he, their rush will get to him. So yeah. it plays to their strength. So 
Do you think it, it's weird to me that this is at Super Bowl 57, so 56 games, 112 quarterbacks, and I think only Bradshaw was the one, the one that couldn't get to the finish line. Like, we've been very lucky Super Bowl-wise in yeah. seeing that quarterbacks – that's a good get, point. Right? Like, uh, yeah. did I jinx it? I might have no, jinxed well, you it. Know, you're right. Wrong. I mean, in 72, Earl Morrow filled in for Greasy, but then Greasy came back to play in that game. In that game, Billy Kilmer started because Jurgensen tore his, uh, 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 his Achilles. Yeah. I uh, mean, like in game. Yeah, no, we've not, we've yeah. been very we haven't had the Brock Purdy right. element of the right. game. All right, so look for that. I don't know if you could bet that anywhere, but yeah. Has, is our uh, buddy Harry Jeff, running around in his underwear yet? What's <laughs> Harry going on doesn't Harry? run around. He hasn't run around in about 17 years. <laughs> yeah, we have him out doing things. He loves you guys. Uh, he loves Harry's coming out. What's his so. favorite prop? Does he have a favorite prop this he week? He is so against. I wish you would talk to him. He hates Andy Reid. He doesn't. I didn't think Andy Reid's a good coach. I was like, if Andy Reid's not a good coach, give me a list of who's a good coach. Well, yeah. Reid was up with a disaster. It, that, three uh -oh. years ago, oh, you have Reed, your, you the, have your the own adjustment. Narrative. No, Reed was a disaster yeah. in that game, Michael. No adjustments at the half. And no. I do think the family tragedy that happened prior to that Super the Bowl, if we're being yeah. honest, yeah. I think that had something to do with it, uh, kind of a shadow over mm -hmm. that game in general. I think Mike Reimers playing left tackle had a lot to do in that game, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Yeah, no, you're right. Tackle. Banged you know, up offensive front. And, and I think that th this is what it's going to come down to. Can Orlando Brown play at a high level? Can mm -hmm. Andrew Wiley play at a high level? And then those inside players, like you talked about, whether it's Fletcher Cox, Hargraves, you know, Sue, Linville, Joe, I mean, all these guys mm -hmm. with Jordan Davis, right. you know, all those five guys that they could put into the game that can create problems. All right. So listen to this again. Now I'm thinking props. He's got to get rid of the ball quickly. You want to get established. You want to get uh, that first completion out of the way. Pacheco, first reception, seven to one odds. Pretty good. Pretty right? good. Yeah. I Kelsey think good... plus 320. I think take both of them. I think it's right. one of those two guys. Yeah. And, and Pacheco to me is the, is the kind of the guy that's got to be the difference maker in the game. He's yeah. better than Edward Hilaire. And he runs angry, and he runs with power. They so worry mad. about they worry about him in pass protection. That's the only thing they worry about him being in the game when it's pass protection. Right. But you know, McKinnon does a good job when he has to come in and protect. So look, they're going to have to get the ball out quick. There's no doubt. He yeah. reminds me of Marion Barber, your team. Oh yeah, he runs so violently. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. Speaking yeah, right. of your team, are you happy with Brian Schottenheimer as your coordinator now? <laughs> well, here's what sexy the hire. Is, why do they announce that before they hired Brian Schottenheimer? Why do they announce that? Doesn't matter, McCarthy's making the call, playing call. Like, to me, it moves him out of the picture faster, McCarthy, yeah. if he is now running the offense. And uh, I think and, you're and right. I think it, basically, I think Jerry said, look, I'm paying all this money for you. I'm yeah. paying all this money for Quinn. Somebody's got to work here. But what's the point in announcing in February, like, Mike McCarthy's going to play, like, I don't know, yeah. now less of a scapegoat. You, you're genuinely know. the funniest dude in this industry. Really? Yeah, yeah you wow. really are funny. Oh, you need to yeah. walk around. <laughs> Extra Points Podcast <laughs> is where you should check out Cousin Sal and the crew, Harry, and the rest of the crew. Thank you so much. Thank for you, you guys. Appreciate this, was, uh, this was great fun. Of course, Thank Cousin you. Sal live from Phoenix. Coming up next, NFL. Fox Sunday. Kurt Menefee no, joins we're us. We're talking Springsteen the whole show. He's okay, we're coming back with Springsteen's set list <laughs> yes. as the tour continues. And so does the Lombardi line live from Phoenix. Super Bowl 57 here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! 
and even checkouts not until four so because the american express platinum card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants elevated experiences at live events and 4 p.m late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through amex travel that's the powerful backing of american express see how to elevate your experiences at americanexpresscom slash with amex terms apply what's up i'm john wall and i'm cj toledano and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called point game Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, dance. Bro. <laughs> This is the Lombardi Line with Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi. Live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is the Lombardi Line presented longtime sponsor of the Lombardi Line, BetMGM, the king of sports books. Visit BetMGM.com or download the newly reconfigured app. Michael knows if you're in Vegas like we're going to be broadcasting live, stop by any MGM property. Bring your state-issued ID ready to go within minutes. Michael knows it, 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER. So it's exciting. Michael Lombardi's he's setting up his dinner plans, I think, during the break there you're, with Millie. Yeah, I think we are. We, is Absolutely. the whole crew going? I hope so. I hope we all are. You know, I watched Chef's Table, the Pizzeria Rock. <laughs> I, like, I'm going. Like, you know, I'm going. I got to go to the one in Italy, too. There's one in Italy you got to go to, too. They said it's the best. You know, they did a Chef's uh, Table did a whole thing on pizza, and it was incredible. So got to hit all of them. So I feel like you and I don't get a chance to talk because we have so many guests. We've got Kurt Menefee coming up. We've got yeah. Brian Billett coming up. We've got Bill Cower, Jay Feely, Jordan Schultz, Kyle Turley. So we're packed. However, let's do this quickly. Remember when we signed off on Monday, I said it's one and a half. Yeah. Do you think the number's going to move? And you said absolutely not. Well, guess what? Line freeze. One and a half. Philly's laying a point and a half. You got 110 juice up and down. Of course, remember for novice betters, that means the number's not going anywhere. We don't have much of an adjustment on the juice. You can see it right there at VSIN. Uh, this number's not moving, man. Yeah, I think it's going to be good for the books because I think they're going to have action on both sides. You know, they're going to have action on both sides. And look at the team totals. I mean, look at, you know, it's right there. Yep. That, that's 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 kind of messed around a little bit based on uh, people's perception of the game. But I, I think this line is right where it needs to be. I kind of felt like the Eagles should have opened up the favorite. They didn't. Can you on, believe that swing? I mean, was, think, but you said immediately when it was two and a half one way with the Chiefs, the opener, it got corrected. That market corrected quickly. But you said you were shocked that the Chiefs opened. A yeah, favorite. I mean, just watching the two games on Sunday. I mean, look, we know Mahomes wasn't 100 percent. Right. And if it's not for the the return by Sly Moore, I mean, that game goes to overtime and the Bengals are in this game. Yep. I mean, really, let's think about it. Yep. The Bengals missed their opportunity. They punted the ball down the middle of the field, so that was a real issue. And uh, that, By the way, that, Jacksonville had a chance to beat them, too. Jacksonville had a chance to beat them, too, and, and, and this will be the best team they have to play. Now, we're going to get my man Kirk on here, and just so we know, a little background on Kirk Menefee. We all know him from Fox. Come on in, Kirk. We yeah. all know him from Fox, and we all know his work. But Number but one really, pregame show for 29 years running, Michael But Lombardi. he is truly a Bruce Springsteen expert. Is he which really? Which him to me. Kurt Menefee, welcome to the show. Uh, the more you can do, right? Uh, well, that's what I say, <laughs> too, Kurt. Are we Thanks impressed, for me. Are we impressed with uh, Bruce's set list so far on the tour? You know, it, it's – well, the other – the first thing is it was, like, less than three hours, apparently. So well, he usually goes marathon. I know, I know. So, but you know, you're 72 years old. I mean, things slow down for you a little bit. But the set list itself, I, th I think, was awesome. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of the things that, and he's what he always does a good job of, of weaving the new stuff in. He got some of the, you know, he's got the soul album out. And yeah. A lot of remakes and that kind of thing. And from everything I've I've seen and heard, because I know some people that were there, it was just 
awesome to have it back. And like, you know, you've yeah. been to Springsteen shows. Oh, many times. Like the energy just in that building is unlike any other concert you go to or that I've been to. I'll say it that way. And it was like a family reunion that everybody got back together. Yeah, so it was, it was kind great. of cool. I can't wait to go. I'm yeah. excited for it's it. Great. But, but you are. It's good to have you here. And so good to see you. Doing the game. That's it's awesome for Fox this week to have that opportunity. And uh, you lost the you lost the cohort though. I mean, did it surprise you that Sean went to Denver? Uh, surprised me that he went to Denver only because that's a position that I think you have to want it. Yeah. Because, look, your quarterback's there. And we saw last week, or last year, rather, Russell had, he wasn't what he was before. Let's say it that way. The question is, is this who he is now? I don't think he can be that bad again. I mean, I, I just really don't. I mean, we've seen the body of work is too big to believe he just dropped off a cliff. Now, Will he be anything close to what he was before? That is the question. How yeah. much can you get back? So I think you have to be a guy who wants to rebuild him. And that was the only reason I would hesitate in saying that I would be surprised why he took that job. But I think if you look at the rest of it, I mean, the defense is in place there. Yeah. I mean, they've got Absolutely. talent. There. And they've got talent on offense. They you know, do. They struggled to score this year, but a lot of that was maybe the play calling early on, but certainly the play of the quarterback. And if you get those things straightened out, all of a sudden you turn this thing around pretty quickly. The vibes were weird in Denver it, last it, year. It was and he one. was almost listless. Russell was, it, it was almost like an empty vibe to him, right? Yeah. I think there's more there. Michael, you talked about it. There has been a regression as far as the skills, but that was... But that's been going on the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, if you watch You talked him, about the Seattle year. The last yeah. Seattle yeah. year, Michael said, there's something off here. This is not the same player. Exactly, but he, he didn't drop off a cliff like no, he did. No, last so year was an anomaly. there's got to be some way to kind of make it work. I think Sean will manage the game differently, too, and I think he'll play three-dimensional. He'll use his kicking game, he'll use the defense, and he'll run the football. If they get Williams back, mm-hmm. you know, Sean's such a good play caller, mm-hmm. and he's so good at being able to see the entire game that they're going to get better just because of that situational football, I think will make them better. And if Russell buys in, he can extend his career and get some of these people off his back a little bit, yeah. but it's going to take some buy-in from him. It, he's going to have to change. I, I believe, and I've been around Russell quite a bit because I did Seattle Seahawks preseason his whole, whole career. Um, and, you know, obviously them being a successful team at, at Fox. So I, 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 I would find it hard to believe that Russell won't buy in because of his pride. Like, he's been embarrassed this year. Yeah, I mean, good point. It's just, it's just good flat point. out. You have to be. Uh, and so he knows what the narrative is and what people are saying. And the only way to get out of this is work your ass off. Right. And That's so I point. don't see him not coming back. Now, again, can he get back to where he was? We don't know. We'll find out. But I don't think it'll be because he's not trying or because he's not buying in. Right. Because he knows where this thing is headed if, if he doesn't get it turned around. And I think we'll learn that the league is really – it's unique, great players. But you, when you get an elite coach like Sean, yeah. difference maker. It, it, it's a difference maker. Hey, you know, you want to talk about coaching, and it's not necessarily about Denver here, so not necessarily to change the subject. But to me, Brian Dable showed the power of coaching. Uh, right? Absolutely. If you look at what he was able to do with Josh Allen, when Josh Allen came out, he, he couldn't hit the side of a barn. Not accurate. He made him, uh, yep. when he was offensive coordinator in Buffalo, an accurate quarterback, guy who protected the football, all that. He leaves. Josh Allen, I think it's fair to say he's still an elite player. Right. But he regressed in, in, especially he's an elite in, in talent. protecting the ball. I don't know if he's an elite player. He's an elite talent. He went the back talents. to being an elite talent. Yes. Right. Yes. You're right. So, I think you're right. And, and then... Daniel Jones, who was the opposite, right. who was a turnover machine, Good point. he got him to right. lead that, the league great in, point. You know, in, in numbers as far as fewest turnovers. Sean's from the Parcells school. you got to avoid losing first before you can win. Yeah. And, and Dayball's from the Belichick school, which is you got to avoid losing before you can mm-hmm. win. And so they do that. And that, to me, is what, what really happens. When you get these guys with their heads in a play sheet mm-hmm. and they forget about the game, mm-hmm. you know, I know Sean's got that. I, I always kid Sean with that chalkboard he's got in front of him. It looks like the menu at the <laughs> at, at, at the Cheesecake Factory. And, and I said, why do you need such a big one? He said, well, I can't see that good. You know, I got to get it bigger. <laughs> but, I mean, his impact will make a huge difference yeah. Yeah. on the entire organization. Is, it's, it's on the entire organization, right. I think the big challenge he's got is that division is tough. I know everybody thought it was going to be last year, and it didn't quite work out in part because of what was going on in Denver. But, you know, we'll find out who the quarterback turns out to be for the Raiders. You know, that'll determine a lot. But there's talent there. But certainly the Chargers, I I think that's a team that has underachieved because I think there's talent all over the place there. And obviously Kansas City has been the Super Bowl three in the last four years. So he won't walk in and have this be the NFC South. You know, there's going to be a challenge to, to 
do well in that division to make the playoffs. But I think he's the kind of coach that yeah. can't he overcome. Like that. He was having fun with you guys, though. He, I, I, he, he was good. I think he was. He really started to get good on television. He is still he was a guy who worked too. at it. He, he was, was good, good with his picks. His picks. Was I think he's competitive. Picks. You can tell there's yeah, a competitive nature to him. I want to get to X Tech. Kurt Menefee joining us here on the Lombardi Line live from Super Bowl 57. Quickly, Chiefs Eagles. Does it excite you? A thousand percent. I think these are the two best teams in football, and I think they've been. You can make the argument there was that run for Buffalo and maybe even Cincinnati, um, but I think consistently Kansas City's been the best team in the AFC, yeah. and there's no question in the NFC that Philadelphia, and rarely do you get the two best teams in the Super Bowl. Yeah. We have a single elim elimination tournament, so a lot Good of point. times teams get knocked off, mm -hmm. so I think we've got the two best teams. I'm excited about this game, and I think it's going to be a one-score final. Number one shoulder pad in football. Tell us about X-Tech equipment. Yes, it is. It is the number one shoulder pad in all of football. And you get guys, the guys I like to talk about. Justin Jefferson led the league in receiving yards. Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing yards. Nick Bosa led the league in sacks. They all wear these pads. And if you follow football for more than a minute, you know, back, I mean, I say back in the day, I'm talking 10 years ago, those shoulder pads were so big different. and bulky. Yeah. You look at Christian Okoye with, exactly. the, <laughs> like, with the shoulder roll. <laughs> so they're so much smaller and so much lighter, but the technology in it has made them so much more protective as well. Those guys I talk about, they're all able to keep playing. They don't get the AC joint injuries that you used to see with those big right. bulky shoulder pads. And it's not just the NFL players that are wearing it. You got Ohio State, Auburn, USC, elite high schools all around the country. You can go to X Tech pads.com xtechpads.com yep. okay. uh, or follow them on Instagram and, and Twitter at xtechpads and you can find out more information. There are programs to kind of help if you're in high school or small colleges yeah. to get those on those players because again, it's not just about performance, it is about the health and safety no of the players. And, and players want to feel light too. And yes. You can feel yeah. how light that, that it's, is. It's they, gorgeous. They, they don't want to get bulked up. Before we say goodbye, Kurt Menefee, of course, number one pregame show running for 29 years. Michael Lombardi's got his second book coming out this year. You're an author as well. Last yes. time I spoke to you was right after you wrote your book, and it's a tremendous book well, that you thank wrote. thank you very much. Losing isn't everything. <laughs> just kind of looking at the uh, other side of, of famous sports losses in history. I like the history. inside look. Yeah, it, was, it, was it was a very poignant so book, much. so good job, Kurt. It was great. Uh, having me. Thank thanks you for, very much. Being here. Brian Billick's going to stop by next as we continue live from Super Bowl 57 right here on VSIN. It's the Sports Betting Network. Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, of course, that's Brent Musburger you just heard, and Brent Musburger sat down with Billy Walters, the Michael Jordan of sports betters. And of course, Billy Walters reveals what's in his upcoming tell-all book. Tell-all book from Billy Walters, Michael. Now that's that going to be a good one. That's going to be a good one. That's a page turner right there. What if he's going to do the audio? I got to drive across the country. I'm going to listen to that. Got to hear boy. it. It's a one-hour special Thursday here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Again, Brent Musburger, one legend to another, and Billy Walters. Go to vsin.com for a sneak peek right now including Walter's lean for Sunday Super Bowl remember this is this is the best sports better that's ever lived so make sure you get over there vison.com check out Billy Walter's lean and tune in for the full interview 9 p.m. Eastern 6 p.m. Pacific on Thursday for all information just go to vison.com Okay, deep breath, Michael Lombardi, as yeah. we welcome you back here. Kurt's so good, isn't he? Menifee's great. He's yeah. so smooth. And yeah. we've got Brian Billick coming up here on set. We've got Bill Cowher, Jay Feely, Jordan Schultz, Kyle Turley. Great job by the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson, booking. We've got Dez. We've got Ken. Everybody doing a great job. But this is my opportunity to talk to you, so let's do this. Uh, Brian Flores with the Vikings to shore up that defense. What was your reaction? You know, I was. Uh, you know, I think it's a great move for Kevin O'Connell. I yep. think it gives them some toughness to offset what Kevin O'Connell does defensively, and I think it's it will really help them gain an identity defensively and raise their level of play. I'm a big Brian Flores fan. I think it's an awesome I thought, move. I think for you him. thought he was going to get a head coaching job. I, I, now that's my next step. Is is he still in the running for the Arizona job? I don't know. You know, and so his agent wouldn't have wouldn't have agreed to this deal under the he could have agreed to the deal saying I'm still going for the job in Arizona 
Arizona's gone quiet, which happens usually the week before the Super Bowl, right? The, and everything goes quiet. But what I was told were there three candidates left. Flores was one of them. Okay. Uh, Lou Amaromo was another. He's going to interview Friday here at Arizona. And, and, and Mike Kafka were the three finalists. Then I was told yesterday they may reopen it again. So I don't know. I mean, there's so much disinformation that comes out of Arizona because Michael Bidwell, the owner of the team here, he kind of controls it. So you never really know. And I'm not sure who he talks to and what that. So, But I do think, going back to Flores, I think it's a great hire for Kevin O'Connell. I think he'll get he, – because Brian can evaluate. I think Brian can adjust. And Brian can play multiple – multiple defenses that fit the personnel style. He's not going to come in and say, okay, here's what we're doing. He's going to fit it to what they have to do. Four down, three down, all those things. So I like the move. O'Connell can leave the defense alone and feel comfortable right. with Brian Flo- uh, To but be honest get, with you. He gets some, some toughness they Michael, need Michael, I thought, I, right with you, I thought he was going to get a head coaching job. Especially all that had happened. There was no reason for him to be let go in Miami. Yeah, no reason at and all. And so now he goes and runs the defense there with Miami. Excuse me, with Minnesota. You mentioned the Cardinals. What is happening with this team right now? Well, I think what you're seeing here is is the Cardinals have their their guys and the Colts have their guys and none of no they're not in competition with anybody, right? Right. And so we know this about the Colts. The Colts have turned down Gus Bradley's request for interviews to other defense coordinators. They want to keep Gus Bradley. Does that mean they're going to hire Shane Steichen? Maybe. I think that's probably a good probability. I don't know that. I think Jim Irsay's kept things quiet. I think Jeff Saturday in the park is out. I don't is he think, done? I think that is done. You've said that for a while now. I think that is done, but never say never in the NFL. That's A. B, uh, you know, so they're not competing with anybody. So they already have their def- – if they keep – they're going to keep Bubba Ventrone, the D special teams coach okay. in Indianapolis, and they're keeping their defensive coaches. So they really don't have a lot of need to get coaches if they go down the Steichen road. Arizona's probably the same way. They probably feel like there's enough coaches around. People are making too much of a big deal. They're taking too much time. But I think what the Colts are doing is, and we have a tweet here from Jimmy Ursay. We could put that up. I, I, it's interesting. Can I read that? We said, yeah. this is Ursay on Twitter. We said as an organization, the Colts, the coaching search would be open-minded and a thorough process. And the final decision would be strictly based on what is best for our franchise's success and best for our fans, Colt Nation. Final decision coming in days, not hours. But I do believe that the league puts a moratorium on this type of stuff during the Super Bowl. They They want want, want want the attention on the game. I agree. But, you know, I mean, and and so, like, even if they announced who's the coach, well, first of all, the reason that they won't announce who the coach is if it's Steichen because he's in the game. Right. That, you know, and so, or if it's Jonathan Gannon, who might be in the Arizona Derby, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So he's in the game. You know, it, it doesn't sound like anybody, I know Biennemi interviewed in Kansas City, but it doesn't sound like he's in, excuse me, he interviewed in Indianapolis. It doesn't sound like he's in play there. You know what's interesting about Biennemi? I keep on hearing his name tied to the OC position in Washington. Which they haven't filled. Which they haven't filled. Now, you would think, but you said something really important on Monday. It's almost like he has to get, a, like Bugle. Remember Bugle back in the day? Yeah, he had sure. to get out from Gibbs' shadow. And Biennemi continues to interview. And whether or not he's a good interview, I have no clue. But he's not getting jobs. He certainly is qualified. So to go run an offense where it's not Reed's offense, it may be a good move for Biennemi. I think Although Rivera's. Dude, Rivera's got a year left in Washington. Uh, well, he might. Yeah, it depends on when they announce the sale of the team. But yeah, I agree with you. I think he has to. He has to escape the cloud, the great cloud of Andy Reid. It's not. It's not a horrible. But That's I mean, a good point. You know, but he's going to have to show he can stand alone. And I think if he does that, if he takes the job in Washington and, and he stands alone and he's impressive, then it certainly it, it, it disputes any of the theory that he's really being carried by the cult, the chief organization. Okay, so. We are a betting network, so let me ask you this. If odds on favor right now for the Cardinals job, what do you think? I think it's Kafka. You do? Mm-hmm. Only because Isn't I he think, young? Yeah, I think he's very young, but I think they're going to want somebody to manage the mayor. I mean, look, the mayor comes with a set of problems. That's an issue. That, that's, that's an, an issue. issue. That's a huge issue. And what they've, how they've handled the mayor is an issue. How they've kissed his butt's an issue. How he's felt entitled. How about the way Sean Payton handled the, are you going to allow the quarterback loved coach? It. In the, like, and, and just immediately put that to an end. Loved it. Because what you're talking about is Russell Wilson had his own coach, and that was let they let that happen. Bless you in advance. They let that happen. They kind of let 
you know, this was a head coach that had no experience in Hackett, obviously. So Russell Wilson was able to do his own thing. First question asked to Peyton when he was hired, is he going to have his own coach? He said, that's not going to happen here. No. And so the culture is being set. All of, it's alignment. It's all about alignment. It's about getting three things to work together at one time. So I think that's, so that's, what, that's what's got to happen in Arizona. And the owner's got to let you do that. And so if he hires an offensive coach, there may be a better way to handle that. I, I, I don't know. I mean, look. I think Lou Amaromo is a really good coach. I think he could do a great job if he gets an opportunity. I think that's pretty clear. But a lot of this is about how the fit works. Cardinals, Kafka, if I asked you right now, Colts, odds on favorite. I think it's got to be Steichen because it's gone deathly quiet. They're not, nobody's saying a word, yep. which means to me that they have their guy and he's playing in a game. Yep. And, and, and it makes sense because Steichen is going to run the offense and therefore – you've got Bradley there to coach the defense. So it's like you've already got a staff in place. We Let's throw the graphic up. Good job, Brian Ortega. Where will Aaron Rodgers play next season? Right now. I think, should we nickname Aaron Rodgers Andy Dufresne? Did you hear what he's doing? Of course I heard what he's doing, well, but dude, I think we should name him Andy Dufresne. What is he, the Dalai Lama? Well, he's... you remember when in Shawshank when Andy Dufresne played classical music in the warden's office and he got sentenced into the hole for how many days? Of course. 30 days yeah, in the yeah. dar darkness and they just threw him crumbs. I mean, this is what he's talking about doing. He's talking about going into darkness for four days. He's Andy Dufresne. He's going on a retreat where he's going to sit night and day in darkness and try to figure out his future. What the hell is that? I guess he's then he's going to go through the tunnel and land into the <laughs> pond, stop off at the Bank of Maine, and then to get all the money from the warden and go to Zewatnao. But if is we, the answer, you know, would be ideal. Wouldn't it be great if if Aaron Rodgers announced his comeback in Zewatnao? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? But look at the odds. I see you trying to dance around this. Look who your son's going to be coaching next year based on the odds. The Raiders I, I are a minus how. 450 favorite to land Aaron Rodgers. I, that's only because of Devontae Adams. Here's what I would say. I don't know how you can bet anything because none of these teams on this board are going to want to give up assets if they don't know if he's got to go back into the tunnel again. <laughs> Like how do you how do you how do you give up a first round pick if if he's going back into the tunnel again? You can't make it up. I mean, this is a Stephen King novel. Aren't I mean, you exhausted with him? No, I just I, I hope he plays because I want to watch him play. I love watching him play. Jets are three fifty. Your second betting favorite plus three fifty. Who is going to give up all a high draft choice for Rodgers if they're only going to get one year out of him? And by the way, the Packers are in control. Complete control. He's in control. He does. He has the leverage. He, he has all the leverage because of the money. He's got all the leverage. And you can see a divorce is coming. I mean, that's pretty clear. Like, it isn't like, hey, I'm going to Green Bay or I'm not coming. I'm going to determine what happens. Shawshank. He's it's going... Shawshank. He's, the, he's, he's Andy in the, in the cell. We should play Mozart every time we bring up his name. I can't believe That's a heavy favorite. Minus 450 Raiders right now. Rodgers I mean, next they, year. Look, I, I know this, and this is from experience. Every quarterback who's been in a system for a long time, wants to stay in the system that they're used to calling because they don't want to have to relearn a language. It would be like you've spent all this years learning Chinese and all of a sudden now you've got to learn Portuguese. Right. It's hard, right? It's hard. And that's why I don't buy that one. I would buy the Jets more as a favorite than the Raiders only because of Hackett's terminology would be similar to what Rodgers already knows. Okay, Brian Billick's going to join us next year on set. So Kafka, Cardinals, Steichen, Colts. Jets, Rogers. That's what go. that's what I learned. That's a trifecta for you. And Shawshank. And Shawshank. Yeah. <laughs> the tunnel. That is Who too... wants to go into that? <laughs> Why would you put yourself through that? I don't know. Can you eat? Uh, Can you read a book? Can you tweet? Get, maybe they'll get Bianca Pizza to deliver. <laughs> I know you'll be there. <laughs> All right, we're coming back with Super Bowl winning head coach. I see him in the background, Brian Billick, as Super Bowl 57 continues. It is the Lombardi line. It's VSIN, the Esports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my day. <laughs> <laughs> with Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, BetMGM customers, if you have a friend who loves sports as much as you do, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 in bonuses. You sign up with BetMGM's Refer Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account right now. Click on the Refer Friend program, and boom, you get 50 bucks. They get 50 bucks. It's that simple. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. We're going to have a bling off on set. Brian yeah. Billick is joining <laughs> us here. I, as we say, bigger. As we say hi, Coach. They all get bigger. You know what? It's so funny doing sports radio for so long. Every time, Michael Lombardi, there was a coaching opening, the one person, everybody would call up and say, why don't they hire Brian Billick? Why don't they? It, it was honestly what they said all along. Of course, Super Bowl winner joins us, Brian Billick. We always wondered why you didn't get back as, into coaching. Uh, you know, it's interesting that the, uh, when I first got out, and, and Jimmy Johnson uh, counseled me because uh, I was working for Fox, and he said, he said, I didn't know Jimmy that well. And he says, Brian, I don't know you that well, but I'm going to give you a piece of advice. Don't go back unless it's absolutely right. Yeah. And I came to understand, you know, my first marriage was pretty good. Ozzy Newsome and what we had going Worked on. Worked out well. And it was just a great relationship. And, and I kept that in mind. And the opportunities that kind of did come along just didn't seem like the right fit. And I didn't want to make the mistake to just go back. Right. And, and then after a while, you know, they quit asking. You yeah. know, it goes long <laughs> enough. And it's funny. now uh, I'm enjoying uh, time with grandkids and learning to play golf. Brian wrote... With Kalon, with Coach Walsh, the greatest book, Finding the Winning yep. Edge. It's it's impossible to get. And Coach Walsh told me in 1984, I'll never forget. I was sitting in the. You were in that Redwood City. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Redwood oh, that City? old terrible uh, broken terrible down wreck house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That we turned the the offensive meeting room where yeah. we it turned into a draft room. I can remember standing there, and he told me, and he said, you know, we're only competing against eight teams here, mm -hmm. and 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 those eight are what he was talking about. There's only eight teams aligned to win. Yeah. that had the formula, that understood right. alignment and understood the ability to do that. And, and, and if you've been a part of it and you go somewhere else, no matter how good you are as a coach, you can't overcome. Now, how good you are as a personnel guy, you can't overcome yeah. it. Yep. And, 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 you, and it's right. And, and people think the league is 32 teams completely aligned, not even close. And you see that, that, that when the teams struggle over a period of time, and you can get hot and get good in here, but the ones that can sustain it, you're right. There's that unified, not not that you all have to see it the same way, but you have a shared vision of, okay, what does it take? What are the moving parts? Bill was, you know, we think back on the time, of course, and I was with Bill administratively back in the, in the day um, when my first interaction with Bill, 
and obviously was above my pay grade in terms of understanding it. But to watch him piece that thing together now in hindsight and his understanding and the vision of how the interacting pieces had to fit, um, that's why there's only that handful of teams yeah. that really get it and have been able to. And then you have to add the personalities yeah. between the general manager and the owner and the coach and the per, whatever. It's it's got to be. It doesn't mean they're clones of one another, but it does. It does have to be a marriage, and you got to work at it, and you got to have a collective shared. Yeah, this is what we want, and that is rare. Well, you learned well, Michael Lombardi. I want to ask you, preparing for a Brian Billick offense, you must have learned something from Mr. Welsh because he had a plenty of success, of course, Super Bowl 35 champ. Does it sound like a long time ago when I oh, say Super Bowl 35? Oh, my God, it does, and particularly now when it's we just did that 30 for 30, Yeah, uh, which was great to be a part tremendous. of. But you think it's 22 years. That's all. That's yeah. I've got yeah, When I have uh, – uh, I, I coach the Hula Bowl um, – uh, the last two years been great fun working with the players and whatever. And, and most of these kids, you know, they weren't even alive in yeah. that Super Bowl. So <laughs> it's like wild. Uh, I, I got to tell you a true story. The, the, I'm coaching my 10 year old grandson's football team. And one of the kids comes up and he goes, uh, you used to be the head coach of the Baltimore Ravens. I go, yes, sir. You're right. He goes, and you won a Super Bowl. I go, yes, sir, you're right. You know your stuff. He goes, that's really cool because most of those guys are dead. <laughs> I said, well, there's a few of us still hanging yeah. around. It, it, it really is fascinating to think because I remember watching the game in particular. But I must say, before we started the conversation, Michael Lombardi and Brian Billick, you both lit up talking about being a grandfather. Oh, that was you, you lit up. That's I couldn't best. believe it. We could talk about the Super Bowl all day, but that was the one thing it's that really lit you up. And coaching, and coaching, particularly coaching them, which I had, I had daughters. Yeah. So I never really got involved yeah. and coached, coached them. And, of course, I was coaching, doing my own thing. And now, and it's different. You know, it's the kids you're coaching now compared to what I'm used to coaching. It's like, well, where's your helmet? Yeah. Are your shoes tied? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you got a ride home? <laughs> and then by the other day, I've, I've just taken up golf. I'm obsessed with it. I'm not very good. but and, and so I was out golfing with my grandson. He was driving the cart. My two son-in-laws, which is great to have yeah. son-in-laws now. And they're both athletes and playing. And afterwards, and he said it with such admiration in his heart. He said, Pop, you swear so easily. <laughs> he says, That's kind of, well, I've been at it a long time. <laughs> you got some practice. That's right. If I say to you, and I've been asking this question this way, Chiefs, Eagles, what excites you about the matchup? Well, I think it's a, it's a great matchup in contrasting styles. Uh, in that I think the physicality of the Eagles mm -hmm. and everything that Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City represents, um, you know, rarely do we have two teams that, that are on opposite ends of the spectrum, so to speak, in terms of the approach. And both coaching staffs have been brilliant. And, and you talk about what it takes to win as an organization. And, you know, we're deeper in good quarterback play than we've ever been in this league in a long, long time. But the winning team, it's not a matter of just having a good quarterback. It's wrapping the right elements around that quarterback. And, and Andy Reid's done a great job embracing what Patrick Mahomes does, which is unique and different, mm -hmm. and allowing that latitude. And, and on the other side, I think Philadelphia has done a great job of wrapping itself around the physicality of the kind of play that Jalen Hurst has. So uh, I think just the contrast in personalities. Yeah, the Eagles are bullies. Yeah, they are. But that's okay. But, that's okay. It's good to be a bully sometimes. But, but Brian hits the nail on the head. It's a Walshism. I mean, you got to scout inside out, not outside in. And so what they've done is they developed this scheme around Hurst's skill set. And it's and it works. And Andy's been I mean, look, Andy's been able to win with different quarterbacks. He's yeah. done it all the time. What do you think Andy's approach when you look at Philly? You know, Andy has struggled. His line has struggled blocking really good fronts. Cincinnati right. gave him some trouble. You know, Tennessee gave him trouble. What do you think his plan of attack will be? Well, I, I think he recognizes that and it, it, it's, it's inherent to what they do. But the book, if there is one, I always kind of as a coach resent that. Well, there's you know, once a team gets beat, it's like, OK, there's here's the book on that. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a book on beating Kansas City, but you got to do a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and I think he recognizes that they are going to need the big play element that they're known for so well. And the book mm -hmm. on Kansas City, obviously, is can you can you keep them from the big plays? Now they're capable of doing the 10-12 play drive, okay. Right. But if you can, if you can 
whether it's stay in the right shell coverage, whatever, not give up the big plays, make them go the length of the field. If anything, you're making them chew up clock to score. Right. And then we can be physical enough to chew up the clock as well. Then now we at least have a chance to get the end of the game and, and see where we are with it. Yeah. Uh, and I think the physicality, that's the thing that fascinates me both. I, I think you're exactly right. I think the physicality of the offensive defensive line for Philly is something that Kansas City has not yet faced and will be their that's what challenge. Michael said, the I offensive, uh, the offensive front. And I go back to the Tennessee game, Brian, where, you know, Tennessee put them in 19 third downs. Didn't give up a big play. The longest pass was 33 yards, Patrick Mahomes to Hardeman. And so they made him work it down the field. And, and eventually that defensive front created a negative yes. play, got him off the field. They, did, they stopped him on third down. And, and to me, that's the – if there is a book. And, and in combination with – because I think Cincinnati did it in the previous games before, yep. and even to a degree in the yep. game they lost. But Cincinnati in those games prevented the big plays. With their offense, was able to kind of keep up. Didn't didn't trade touchdowns for field goals. But then in late in the game, Cincinnati with Joe Mixon like were able to add that physical That's element. That's yep. going to I think be the key yep. if they can keep it close and do it the way we talk about. But then. Now you get into that late third, fourth quarter and the physicality of the running game, whether it's Jalen Hurst or the running backs and that offensive line is where it could make the difference. Yeah. It all comes down to possessions, right? The, mm -hmm. the Bengals, three, three games before the last one, the, the, the Chiefs only had 27 possessions. Right. Mm -hmm. You keep them unlimited. Now, right. the one thing I will say, the last time the Eagles played them, the Chiefs only had seven possessions in the game. They scored six touchdowns. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> That's the wild card with exactly. Mahomes because it's be careful what you ask for. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. You've talked about your grandchildren. How about yeah. this? X-Tech equipment, number one shoulder pad in football. Let's talk about it. Uh, I'm excited. I've been with them from the beginning. Uh, Bob Broderick, when he first brought the concept to me, and I was I was kind of known as kind of a tech guy. Yes, ahead you of were. The curve, uh, and, and it was at a time when, one, we got to take the head out of the game, mm -hmm. right? So shoulder pads are even more. And a time where technology was now beginning to form. Everything we do is so different from the way virtual reality training with the players, and we monitor their heart. So many things technologically. Pads hadn't changed since I, I've been in this uh, game, yeah. man and boy, for 50 years, and they hadn't changed until X-Tech pads. Because big guys had big pads, little guys had little pads. Now it's based on your height, your weight, your position, your injury history. It's the pads they need to be in. We're working our way. We're number one pad in pro football, number one pad in college football. We're working that way. Can't wait till we get down to the youth. Because if we do, my kids are going to be in this bag. X-Tech Equipment. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Of course, Super Bowl champ, NFL Network, Brian Billick. We continue along here. Michael Lombardi, the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Bill Cower next. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.